Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Violate my squad, my thank you. Only chance in my team like Manu. Yeah, like Manu. Manny. Rene! It defies description. Goal. How about... Martial is isolated. Skirtle here. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Touchline Fracas. We're back up to four guests this week after some flaky eats last week, but we won't talk about them. Um, but it's been it's been a long time, Seb. How how you doing, bro? Yeah, just here, man. You know, fresh off of the back of COVID. Um, I had a free day today. So I said, you know what, let me jump on. I ain't been on for time. Um, and yeah, man, it's time to go, Labil. It's time to go, man. Hey, man, I can't lie. That's that's a, that, that's the exact same thing that Pogba done last season. Fresh off COVID, he came back. First game of the season, you know. Boy, boy. Andre, back, back again. You're, you've been the most consistent member this month. I love it. I love it. 
And then we've got the doctor back. Michael, how how you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I feel blessed, man. I'm lucky. I've been on them wards. I ain't caught no COVID. So, you know, I'm, I'm just remaining healthy. That's what I'm trying to do. You'd love to see it. Of course, before we get into it, we've got a few housekeeping things to do. Um, obviously, the Patreon, the new season is going to start back up again. We've got more content to come for that. So make sure you check into that. The Discord, it's going it's to be back soon and it's going to be popping as always. Um, and lastly, there's this thing that Mariah keeps saying he's going to mention. I think I know what it is, but, you know, I'm going to keep you all on your toes about it. But, yeah, there's a announcement coming from, 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 from Touchline about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, after last week where, where we had the excitement of Varane, it's been a pretty slow week. It's been what we were used to before with just bare transfer links and not much to go off. But, um, yeah, I mean, we had our preseason game cancelled as well, so that kind of made it even worse because there was just no game to even talk about. But, I mean, I'm I'm going to go through a few of the links. Um, I think the strongest this week has probably been Neves and Sa- Saul. Um and I don't think I've heard from Sebi about these links. So, Sebi, you go first, and then, and then I'll go 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 to Michael. Um, Neves and Saul, what do you think about these links? Bro, you know me, man. Like it gets to a certain stage, and. You know? The transfer um in our in our transfer dealings every single year when I'm happy to just accept anything. Um, you know, Woodward it's like he knows me, he's got a tactic where like you know, he can just he can continue to 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 to, to do um to to link us with any Tom Dick and Harry throughout the whole season and then eventually I'm just happy to accept anything. Um on this occasion, when I think about like Nevers, I'm a huge fan. I've I've been a huge fan since he was at Portal. Um, it's somebody that I wanted as soon as he went to Wolves and it was in the championship. I wanted him straight from the championship. Um, and um, although people don't think he's a DM, uh, he was a DM at Portal. Uh, and I just think, uh, you know, he's, his recent drop of form is more like Nuno tax and the role he's been he's been uh, made to do rather than um, the ability of the player. Uh, in regards to Saul, I don't know, man, he's a bit of like a utility player, right? So like I've, you know, seen him over the years, he's playing left back, he's playing left wing, he's playing right wing, he's playing centre back, he's playing just various, various positions. Um, I'm not too, I'm not too bothered. I just, I, I just can't do the McFred thing. And if we're doing a 4-3-3, um, I'm happy to just take any of them and just be expansive uh, because, uh, yeah, I'm just tired of this this double pivot. So I'm at the stage where I'll take either Nevers or Saul, but uh, Nevers is um, uh, my number one target. And it, it does seem that Nevers could be done. We're just waiting on a few things, whether we're waiting on sales or we're waiting on our number one target. But that seems like an easy deal to be made. Yeah, it it kind it kind of reminds you of the Jota deal last season, where Liverpool were waiting for things to fall into place, and then they just uh, decided to push the button when everything had happened with Brewster and that that Hoover guy. Um, Michael, if 
if we could only get one and that one you can decide whether it's with Pogba staying or not staying which one would it be oh that's a good one I'm a bit biased I've probably seen more of uh, Ruben than I have of uh, Sal so and obviously the Ruben's got the benefit of three years of uh he's got Premier League experience so it'll be easier there's less of a fear about adapting not that Obviously, the league is a good league and he's a flat car, a good team. But you'll like to think that uh, Nevers can probably slot in a bit easier and settle into the team. Uh, then again, um, I don't know. When I see Porto play, they don't, I think we need like more of a... We need someone who's comfortable on the ball, which, to be fair, Nevers is. But then I don't know how good he is at sort of breaking up play. That's the aspect uh, that we, we I think we seem to be lacking. Like, you've got... Obviously, you've got Matt Fred who can break out the play, but then they can't sort of carry the ball. But then we, we can get someone at Neves who may be more in a Michael Carrick sort of mould rather than a sort of Roy Keane sort of mould. So just through familiarity, I'll go with um, uh, Ruben Neves. And Pogba staying or not or going, I've, I think that you, obviously, I think we're a better team with Pogba in it. Um, I know Seb's anti Pogba, anti Labille, but I think you get you get Pogba playing, then you got you got Real Gem on your hands, and we all we all know that. I don't think anyone that knows football can deny that. It's just about getting him in the right format, and obviously we've seen him in a pivot with Matic. Um, it's probably better if he has less responsibility in the on the defensive phase. So if if it's four three three. That he's probably looking to play. He's obviously not going to drop Bruno, so Bruno's going to play. And then you're saying Bruno, if it's Neves and then Pogba, is that midfield free? Pogba needs to do some work uh, for it to work, and Bruno needs to do some work as well. But I think that's a free that could potentially work. You you said work a lot of times there. You're sounding like R- Rihanna still. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bring Drizzy Drake through. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> No, nah, they need to. Uh, Based obviously midfield, you got you got to do a job going back. And Pogba, the thing is, the times that Pogba would go back, he'll be liable to give Labil liable. But anyway, he'll be liable to give away some <laughs> penalties, um, as we saw, uh, particularly Arsenal game and was it Palace as well? Uh, if I remember, Spurs. There we go. So yeah, so when he does try to get back, he does try. But it just I just think obviously I think one of the one of the excuses was long COVID, to be fair. Like he said he was tired. It was an Arsenal game, he said that yeah, yeah. his lungs were, were dusted. So um obviously hopefully he's over that now. And I think if he's willing to work, him, Bruno, and Neves, they they can make something happen. Um it's interesting that you mentioned about the Neves capability defensively. Because in terms of tackles and interceptions, he was one of the highest in the Premier League. For combined, but you obviously you have to factor in the fact that he plays for Wolves, they don't have a lot of possession, so it just means it gives them more opportunity to attack on, make interceptions. But he still does pretty, pretty decent when, when all of those variables are controlled as well. Um, Dre, what do you think about um, Saul coming in as a Pogba replacement? I don't think one player can just replace what Pogba gives. I think it's like you would need Sal and another player. Um, what Pogba can offer passing-wise, going forward, like, Sal can't do that in his, on his best day. 
So, I don't know. Like, I'll take Saul, but I would want someone else as well. Who, I'm not quite sure, but if Pogba goes, I'll take Saul who goes in it, but I feel like we need someone else as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we've also been linked with Kamavinga and Fabrizio said that he's still deciding about his future. Apparently, that is our number one target. But, I mean, that is looking unlikely now. Um, in terms of... There's actually, to be fair, when I said it's been a quiet week, there's, it's been um, quite busy in terms of outgoing. So, out. let's speak about that for a bit. It's looking like Brandon Williams is going to go out on loan. Um, what, what do you think that's a lot where, 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 where's he where's he going to though but Norwich apparently he's going to Norwich because because oh. Southampton Southampton signed uh, the Chelsea youth right back so that that's looking like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. so it's looking like Norwich are in pole position for a loan um do do you think that's a loan where we are trying to put him in the shop window or that's a loan where we're just trying to give him the game time he needs to develop. I think that's that's a loan now. Um, I think quite a bit. Continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a should just go in the shop window and just sell him. He's absolute garbage. I mean, <laughs> nowhere, nowhere near that first team. Like. I don't even know how he got in the first team in the first place. He's a fraud. Like, he should not be wearing a Man United shirt. Send him on loan to Norwich, Northampton Town, one of those teams. Just get him away from the team. He's garbage. Absolute garbage, man. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't think he did well when he initially came in? That was like, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? Like, since that, then. You know what? Once Short stepped up a bit, like, You've seen Brandon Williams, he's absolutely terrible. Like, he's ah, oh, no way. Get him out quick. I'll drive him to Norwich. That's how bad he is. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, apparently the Trippier deal hinges on Dallow going out on loan as well. So I mean, I don't I, I can't talk about the guy because I barely watched him play. But um Fresh off his stunning goal versus Brentford, apparently United have rejected a loan offer from Lazio for Pereira because we want to sell him. And apparently our asking price is £20 million. Do you think um, there's a way back for... Per is, is there a way back for per per Pereira at United? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Don't, don't, don't let him sweet talk <laughs> us back into all of this rubbish, man. Like, you know he can he can that that goal it was a serious goal, but he does he's been at Man United for how many years now? He doesn't do that on a regular basis. He can't do it for a season. I'm not saying score those goals every game, but you know see that sort of high level quality output. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. And I sometimes feel right. Is he like too small for the Premier League? Too weak? But we we've seen David Silva uh, run, uh, dominate the Premier League for decades. So I, he's just not got it in him. He's not. He's just not Man United level. So yeah, just. Let him keep scoring his golden preseason, cash in before the transfer window ends and keep it moving. Yeah, he's coming with some quotes today. 
that um he really he really wants to play football now. He said that I'm ready to play. I'm not a boy anymore. I I am ready to take responsibility. How about you play like a man? But anyway, um, he says he dreams of playing for Brazil. Um, that 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 made me laugh, and that's the reason why I'm saying it right now. But um, yeah, I mean, but he's seen his his teammate Fred play in the Copa America, so he's thinking, raw. <laughs> if Fred is playing, what about me? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, with Pereira, <laughs> with Pereira, there's, there's really not much. Um, and <laughs> I believe, <laughs> and last one, apparently, Villa are challenging Newcastle for Twanzebe. Same question for same question as Pereira. Do you think there's a chance that Twanzebe manages to work his way back into the United fold as a squad player? If he goes out on loan and does well, it's to everyone. Oh, you'd like you like to think, man. Obviously, with Varane coming in, then it just pushes everyone down the pecking order by one, doesn't it? So obviously, we know it's going to be Maguire and Varane starting. He clearly likes Lindelof, so he's going to be the sort of first choice backup. And uh, leaves Bailly in a sticky situation. Phil Jones, I I I I don't know what's going on with that. Um, the, the hilarious thing I found out was Phil Jones was signed when Ferguson couldn't get or Sir Alex couldn't get a uh, Varane. So imagine that, imagine that anyway. Um, but yeah, Twenzebe 23, he's going to be 24 in November. You, you obviously for center back, that's re- relatively young, he's been good in flashes, but I don't know if he's been trusted enough to go on a, on a long term run in a team. But will he get that? Maguire's 28, Varane's 28. If you're looking long-term, you're hoping that's a five-year partnership. So maybe he could upgrade to the first-choice backup, or maybe he improves and he takes one of their places. But, you know, I think it's one to keep. I don't think there's any would love to send him on loan, let him get some Premier League experience, because that's what he desperately needs, and assess it after that. It done Henderson the world of good, so it could do him the world of good. Dre, you agree, agree, agree with that? I think he definitely needs to go out on loan. I think his progress has stalled a bit. I feel like when he came back from Aston Villa, what was it, two or three seasons ago, he should have gone on loan to another Premier League team instead of just wasting his time warming the bench at Man United. Because I feel like, especially last season, I want to believe in Twinzebi, but some of the performances were absolutely shocking, isn't it? I feel like alone, to definitely Newcastle, let him get some Premier League experience. That would be the best for him. I feel the most he can get out of his career at Man United is being like a glorified Wes Brown, in it? Like not a starting centre-back, <laughs> not a starting centre-back, but a good, reliable backup if, say, Varane gets injured or Maguire gets injured. But he will never be a starter for Man United because Varane and Maguire potentially could be, like Michael said that could be the starting centre back partnership for the next five years. So, yeah, yeah, I I think the reason why he didn't go out on loan is because we were actually short of centre backs at that time. Um, Jones was was injured. By had a long term injury, and we just sold Small in. So you I know feel like due a testimonial. He's been at United ten years now. Yeah, but he said he he said he he said himself he he's he's not going to take the option. Because he knows that 
<laughs> Who knows? No, he, he, he genuinely said, he said nobody will come. He genuinely said, he said, said himself, if I have a testimonial, I only think my mum and my dad will, will turn up. <laughs> yeah, I remember him saying that still. This guy knows he's a waste of space. He's aware, bruv. He's aware. He's not stupid. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. you can't be. You can't be. But well, I mean, yeah. So I, so I feel like that's why Twanzebi didn't go out on loan. But it seems like. But then he, then he started to get injured. So then he just fucked up the whole thing. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I think he does need a loan as well. Um, and it's looking like there's been no movement on Lingard with West Ham. It's looking like West Ham just aren't going to put up the money for him. Um, and apparently, anyway, from where we're, from apparent West Ham sources, they're saying that it's either he wants to stay at United or go abroad, which kind of less, lessens our price tag a bit because, you know, the market abroad is um, very strained financially. So if Lingard does end up staying, do you think he should be Utilized as an actual squad member. Yes, I, I I definitely feel like he should be. Feel like he should have done that last season because at the end of the day, I think there's key things that Lingard does really well, and that's like linking the midfield and attack. Like even though there's this there's there's times here yeah, where Lingard does a lot of nothing, but in that a lot of nothing. That thing never leaves. He's always going to try to get the ball and link. Uh, whether anything else comes off for him, that's a different thing. It's a different story. But um, I think that's a very important attribute. And as we've seen uh, through various seasons, he goes through flashes and, uh, you know, those goals are really, really important. And he scores some important goals. And on top of that, like, if Pogba does stay um, and... Obviously, Bruno and Pogba are, 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 well, it looks like they're potentially going to be the two number eights. We need Van der Beek to rotate and we need Lingard to rotate. Or, do you know what I'm trying to say? Or then, if you don't do that, then you're just going to have McTominay and Van der Beek. And to be fair, I think McTominay and the eight could be a hidden gem. But um, I'd rather go with something that I know is like tried and tested, especially if we're, you know, pushing for something um, uh, this season. Uh, and I think uh, Lingard could do bits there. Uh, in the number eight position, and because Bruno, especially in the big games, like fam, I, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of him hiding. Um, like I'm tired of him like not coming to the ball, not standing up and being counted. One thing I say about Lingard is he might be, you know, he might have a shocking game, but he's always gonna show for the ball. Always gonna be on the half turns. Always gonna try to do something. But I say that to say. Oli still needs to make the decision. So even if Lingard's on the bench, do we trust Oli to make hard decisions to say, all right, cool, Bruno's having a stinker, Lingard, you get on and 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 connect. So, you know, depending on the manager, it, it may make sense just to get rid of Lingard because we know the manager isn't uh, smart enough to kind of use him. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a slow week in terms of actual Trump transfer movement um apparently it's looking like Varane won't be announced until next week because he needs to get his visa and he needs to quarantine before he does his medical which might make it a bit of a tight turnaround for him to start versus Leeds is that visa because what well, Brexit yeah 
Yep, 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 yep. Jeez, bloody heck. Those European players, French players saying they need a visa, you know. What? It's crazy. It's actually crazy. off from Maguire starting against Leeds then probably, you know. Yeah, and oh yeah, Henderson is apparently got COVID three weeks ago and he's still recovering. So it's looking like De Gea is going to somehow, his um, his, his judge just keeps judging and, and I don't understand it. I don't understand it, bro. So it's looking like that De Gea is going to start. When's his testimonial? Yeah, did yeah, yeah. th- th- they sign it in the same year? So it's been 20, to 10 years. Yeah, he's due one now. Yeah, I want him gone before he. Um... <laughs> <laughs> before he gets one. So um, yeah, hopefully. Um... You prefer Henderson over De Gea? I don't, but okay. I feel like De Gea is on a downward. Henderson potentially on the upwards, and I just want De Gea gone. I... Yeah, I just want him gone. Um, but after that. Um, we're gonna go through some listeners' questions, but be- but before that, I want to see what you think of our first eleven for Leeds because apparently it's just come out r- right now that Marshall's still in France. Um, he's not even in training; he's still recovering from from the injury he picked up in March, which is surprising given he started training in May. But anyway, um. And with Rashford going to have his surgery, Sancho is got start started training today. Um, a lot of the Euro guys are supposed to be coming back today. Um, what do you think the first eleven is going to look like when we line up versus Leeds? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So I guess the game goal, if, if, if Henderson's not fit, Wan-Bissaka's been starting the preseason games. Yeah, I should continue. Um, is Lin, I'm guessing, did Linda come back today or has he been back the last few games? He he came back today with Maguire and De Gea. Well, those were the pitches I saw. Yeah, I'm, I presume they're probably just going to fast-track them to uh, back for Leeds and also probably fast-track Luke Shaw. Um and then in the midfield, you know, it depends what 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 the board want to do about MacFred. But Lord knows, I don't want to see them starting against Leeds. Um, that's for sure. Not uh, even not even after the virtuoso that McTom put on last season. Uh, I, I, I don't want to hear all that, man. 
<laughs> I don't want to hear all that. If that's the attitude we got, we might as well start Andrea Pereira because he's been scoring bangers, isn't it? <laughs> you can't. I don't. That, that I don't believe that hype. McDominay can strike a ball. I'll give that to him. Or so can Pereira. So you know, um, he may. I don't, obviously it depends on the Pogba situation. Is Pogba staying? Is he going? Is he in the right frame of mind? All that type of stuff. So you may you may see Lingard there. You know. You may see Lingard in the midfield. Bruno, if he's going to rush him back, then you probably got, he's probably going to have to start Sancho if we're, we're lacking up front without Rashford. Uh, Rashford, no, it's going to be Greenwood, uh, Sancho, and was it Cavani? He's going to put Greenwood out wide to accommodate Cavani? Uh, probably, but I mean, the way Solskjaer's talk, talking, he might throw a surprise and throw in Elanga from the start. But who knows with that? I wouldn't be too happy about that, but who cares? Um, well, what about you, Dre? Um, De Gea in goal. Um, Ryan Basaka, even though he's looked a bit shaky in pre-season. Um, Lindelof, Maguire. Sure, even though I'm not sure about his ribs, but we ain't even got tennis, so I guess he's got to play. It's either him or Brandon Williams, in it? So, I'm sure. Um... I don't think he's going to go with one holding against Leeds. I think he's going to go back to exactly what he's what he knows, what he trusts. I think it will be McTominay and Fred that start against Leeds, just because he wants people that are busy and that can run around, like Calvin Phillips. We ain't got a Calvin Phillips in the team, so he's going to play um, McTominay and Fred. We'll put him play Pogba on the left, Bruno, Sancho, and then Cavani up top. Fair enough. Seb? Uh, fuck, you know, mate. I think it might be a heating job, you know, because has De Gea played any preseason games? Nah, he hasn't. But, nah, but you, you, you know, with these guys from the Euros, they don't really, they don't, re- like, they, 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 they just come back and just start not playing. Like, they don't. No, really it's, true. it's It's true. All right, so might be a DDG thing. Wamaseka obviously is going to play. Maguire, you can't get rid of him. He's 100% going to play. Um, Lindelof probably come back and play. The left-back situation, I'm unsure because apparently Shaw is, ha- has a nick. And he's coming, he's coming back anyway this week anyway, so he might be assessed. So I'm unsure what we're going to do there. Um, the midfield situation, I think it's just going to be vibes. Um, but um, Bruno Fernandes, the you know the maverick, I'm sure he'll find his way in the, in that team somehow. Do you know what I mean? For, chucking up um, forty yard strikes, and then Elanga, one hundred percent, he's gonna play. I feel like he's impressed Oli. Um, to be fair, he's kind of impressed me because when I look at um, a few of our young a uh, uh, young G's, I remember uh, speaking about Elanga last season, and uh, he wasn't. He he he's he's a good player, but he was he's not special. He's not as special as um the some of the young talents that we do have. However, what it does look like is he works really hard and he has physical attributes that can translate into the first team really well. And that's something I've spoken about in like a pre in another group chat. Um and it seems like, you know, during preseason he's kind of shown that. So I thought he he's impressed Oli. He'll play, Greenwood will play, and probably Cavani will play. 
Yeah. Allergy, waiting for something else. Oh shit, I've been on mute this whole time. Sorry, bros. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for 16 months. You still don't... Hey, you know what? Hey, man, it's been, it's been a long day at work, but I can't even lie. <laughs> it's been a long day. Anyway, we're, we're, we're going to go to some listeners' questions now. Um, thank you for all, all the questions. Um, this one's from X1P Online. Considering the Neves links... Do you think we could line up without a traditional ball winner or defensive mid? Personally, I see Neves as more of a controller as opposed to a traditional DM. I think Neves can 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 win the ball, um, and also can play as well. Uh, so I, I don't think that'll be an issue. Um, I. I want to add on, on to that question because it seems like so for example people want to have a better right back than one Bissaka go, going forward as well and then obviously when we change to this 4-3-3 to accommodate Pogba and Bruno they want a DM that's able to cover for them but do you think a team can work with the fullbacks attacking playing two very offensive nu- number eights is, do you think there is a DM out there that could fulfill that role? Or I would just ask him something that's too uh, unrealistic. Casemiro. Do you think he'll he'll, he'll be able to, to do that? I think he can. I think I think he can do that. But I feel like again, um, he's gonna be he's gonna be exposed. Whoever you are, you're gonna be exposed. It's not it's not a realistic job. But then I also think about like how you just set up tactically. Um, whereas like one thing I like about Jose is that he does this like back in the day. Well, yeah, I don't know if he still does it, but he used to do like you know the staggered wing back, uh, staggered fullback thing where one attacks and one kind of chilled a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like that could kind of help um, when you've got a DMN two eights where you you give yourself additional cover, and I think. Um, You'd have to, in my opinion, it'd probably be like Wambasaka that's chilling <laughs> most of the time. Um, even though I do think like he actually is all right offensively, I feel like I'd rather have him for cover and then have your eights combined with somebody like Sancho. Um, and I think that would kind of be be enough. So I feel like it's just the way how you tactically set up um, to help that DM. Um, and that's how it would work. I just don't think one player alone can, 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 can stop everything. Fair enough, Dre. Do you agree? Um, I agree to a point, but I feel like if you play with two eights, like we've got to press a lot better than what we actually do for it to work. Mm. In it, like we don't press well. I think we're the worst pressing team in the league. Like we don't press cohesively. It's like a couple man press and then two just walking around. Like that's how teams just run through us normally, isn't it? And I feel like if we don't press properly, especially if we're playing with two eights and a holding, then it's just gonna be a shambles. It's gonna even be more of a shambles than having McFred, honestly. So to me, I feel like unless Oli can sort out how we press from the front, then the two eights could be an absolute disaster no matter who we put in there if it's Ruben Neves or Makaleli or whoever 
as long as we, we got to press properly, that is the key to making that 4 3 3 work this season. And we've seen for the last couple of years, I don't know what Oli tells them to do when they go pressing. Just like, just run at them. I don't know what Oli does, but he needs to sort it out. Simple. Um, Michael, in terms of. Um, Dre made me remember something. I saw something this week where um, they done the average defensive line for each team, and United were the fourth highest line in the league in terms of where we done our defensive actions. But in terms of our pressing actions in the opposition half, we were tenth. So mm. there seems to be a bit of a con- contradiction there, which Dre explained. Do you yeah. think? Do you think a DM would help with that in terms of allowing us to be able to camp in the opposition half more, knowing that there's more cover there? Or, or do you think that is more of a tactical issue that we need to sort out like Dre does? Yeah, we need to decide how to how we want to play because obviously we're leaving space in behind, but then we're not pressing the ball high up. So as you, as you say, it's a contradiction. Um, in terms of having attacking players in the eight positions, I always go back to the triumvirate of uh, Fernandinho, uh, Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva, uh, who were the midfield three for Man City when they won back-to-back titles in the last uh, in the last few years. And you wouldn't... Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva are, by all accounts, attacking midfielders. So you literally... And then they were playing with what Sterling and Sane and Aguero up front. So that's not a defensively-minded team. It was Fernandinho's job to make sure he marshaled the defence. And to be fair, one thing that City do that us don't, uh, that we don't, is that they press as a team and they press high up and they get the ball high up and then they're able to sort of counter. Um, and they obviously to keep the ball very, very well. So Oli needs to decide if he is going to play with these two eights and he wants to get in a DM that he needs to make sure that whilst the DM is good at retrieving the ball, he also needs to make sure that as a team you press better um, because you can't have... Uh, one way or the other. The, you have a DM who's sort of playing their position, trying to get the ball back, and if they go past him, then they've basically got free run at our defence. Cool, cool. Thank you for the question. Um, another one, this one is from Baller DB. Thank you again. You give us questions regularly. This one will probably be for Seb. Um, do you think Rashford will become a one-man club? Or could you see him move into Madrid or Barcelona in the next ten years? No, nah, Rashford. Uh, uh, this is this is his team. He wants to. Sadly enough, this is his team. I want him to leave because I don't think he's appreciated enough. But um, yeah, he, I think he'll stay here forever um, because yeah, just some of the fans, just the way that they talk about him. They don't really appreciate him. Like the guy's done so much for the team, and he gets he gets the most criticism. He gets the most criticism in the prem. Um, like it's actually a fact when it goes to online abuse. Rashford's number one, and most of it comes from our own fans, um, which is actually hilarious. Uh, but yeah, sadly enough, he's going to be a one man team, um, and yeah, he's going to continue to put up numbers. Um, if Rashford does stay as a one-man team, it's a hypothetical question, and he continues on the trajectory that he's shown and continues at what we would expect him to become, which is a which is an excellent player who will give us goals and assists. Where do you think he will end up in terms of 
in terms of where we put the legends of United. We're going to have to win stuff. Uh... If you love listening to us here on Touchline Frackers, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no place better to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to a community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher and all the other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about our favourite team, then make your voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance into the programme is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Um, but if we do win stuff, I think you'll be right up there. Um, especially with probably like fans that like, especially that fans up in Manchester and that go to the stadium, I think you'll be right up there. I think we live in a in a world in a social media era where uh, players don't really get that much credit. So like socially, I'm not too sure like uh, how he'll be perceived. But I feel like, especially, I feel like in Manchester, in the stadiums, um, he's 100% going to be a legend and going to be appreciated. So, you, so does anyone think he'll be revered in the type of way that your Beckhams, your gigs, your skulls, if he does stay, do you think he'll he'll be revered like like that, or do you think he, do you think it's not possible for him to get to that level? I agree. It depends on if he wins things. I'm one of the. I'm a Marcus Rashford critic, to be honest, just because I don't feel like he's improved much over the last few years. To be honest, um, he pro- uh, I don't know if he'll stay for his whole career. It totally depends on how he performs over the next three few years. To be honest, um, he needs to develop a football brain. If he can do that and then stay clear of injuries, then we have potential world-class player on our hands. But a one-club man, who knows? Um, if he delivers on what potentially he could be, then I can see him up there with probably like revered in terms of gigs, in terms of longevity, but also with all these legends that we mentioned, like Giggs and Beckham and that, they won things. And if we don't win nothing and Rashford's there for the majority of the time, then... We're going to be revered like, like, I don't know, like a Dennis Irwin or like, you know, loyal to the cause, but didn't win nothing in it. So, well, he won, Irvin won stuff, but not to the level of like, you know, Giggs is revered as delivering for Man United in big moments and that. So, it depends. We've got to win stuff. Hopefully, he stays for his whole career, but there's a lot that needs to happen before. That happens to be honest. Rash was a better player than Giggs. Just letting you know that. I mean, I was actually 
I was actually about to say pre-COVID Sebi would have stepped in as soon as Dre said he's a bit he's got he's a better way better player than Giggs anyway so already hey man look look what what we're not going to do is defend we're not going to defend a certain man I can't lie so the man be using all his energy to defend. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm on, I'm on my deathbeds, but I hate the, the red bit of the bar. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm on the red bit of the bar, but there's no more. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> if he develops a football brain, then I'm, I'm I'll jump on the Rashford bandwagon again. But until then, he's the smartest player in the club. What? He's the smartest player in the club. Small spare the club. <laughs> Small spare the club. He Marcus Rashford, yeah. If we're talking about individual performances, yeah, out of every single player that's on this that's in this team right now, has anyone put up a better in the individual performance than Marcus Rashford? I can name you five individual performances that I say Rashford on his ones here. Has anybody put up any performances better than Marcus Rashford in this team? I mean, I can give you Spurs. Uh, I can give I can you RB. Who? I, I can give you a couple Martial ones, but you know, who's that? I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even know <laughs> myself. Who's that? You know? <laughs> I don't even know myself. I don't even know myself. I, know myself. I can't even lie. But I mean, that, that's that's a that's a conversation for another day. Um, another. Another question which I find quite rude from DT911 is Henderson any better than Ramsdale or Pickford? No. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> He's Dre, better than Ramsdale, but to be fair, Picky, Picky done his thing, you know, in, in the summer, so I don't know, man. I mean, Pickford... You know what? I can't get Henderson's performance against Liverpool out of my head, you know? Bro, I can't. That- that that performance, was, that, that, that performance was crazy, but I can't lie. We need to remember that De Gea was literally throwing it in his net for two seasons. Bro, Henderson literally told Salah, here you go, score. De Gea threw the ball in the net versus Watford. That is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was indefensible. But yeah, yeah. yeah. why we just don't sign a top goalkeeper like so both of these and just go get a top goalkeeper. Like what Bro. like you know what? This is gonna be the one thing that fucks up our season, you know. Henderson and De, De Gea, bro. Two bozos, bro. I'm oh <laughs> it's a situation that needs to be sorted, like ASAP. I'm not oh Henderson. Oh, yeah, I mean, he he didn't cover himself in glory in like the last two weeks of the season. Um, he's better than Ramsdale. He's better. Than I, I I mean, I'm better than, than Ramsdale, bro. I mean, <laughs> I, can't, I can't lie. Um, what what other one do you have? I there's a bit there's there's a bit of a weird one from Ken P four C H one. So I'm gonna cut it down a bit. Basically, he wants. He wants players that if you put in another position on the pitch, they would look good. So he suggested Wan-Bissaka as a DM, Greenwood 
as an attacking midfielder and Bruno as a right winger. What player do you think in a mad position that we throw them in could actually play well? I've, I've got one to start, start starts off. Fred at left back. I'm going Maguire's DM. Mm. I, I can't Lindelof like Lindelof in DM. Lindelof and DM. I can see that. But he's not he's not as aggressive, man. For DM, for, I think for DM, you've got to be more aggressive than being a centre back. No, 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 no. You've got to be you don't want to hunt the ball. He's good at reading the play. Yeah, that 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 is his defensive strength. But is he aggressive enough? I don't know. I'm, I'm saying by by is a centre forward. Now by at right back, he would be cooking. I can't lie. He would be cooking, bro. <laughs> he would be also, cooking. Dan James at fullback. No, no, we're not doing by at right back. Remember when he got subbed on and subbed off against uh, PSG? No, no. Who was that right back? But look, yeah, that was a bad game, yeah. No, nah, man, that's, that's probably one of his worst ever games. That, <laughs> could... that, is, that, is, that is his worst game. He faked he faked an, an injury to come off. Like, he, he knew he was terrible. But... Yeah, I mean James at right back. Um, what what about Rashford at right back? If I slap you, <laughs> he did it. For, he did it, he did it for England, right? If I slap you, if I slap you, police will come on. That one was just that was just for seven. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he done, he done well. Last minutes of the Euro final, right back. You know, made a good tackle. So it's quick. What we'll about um? What about um? Bruno uh, up top. I think he'll love it. He'll <laughs> love it, man. He he'll love it. In yeah. regards to trying to trying to link up play, he plays up top anyway, bro. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, you actually love it. From anywhere. Yeah, you'll be thriving. All right. What else? This another one from X1P online. Uh, Who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise performer of the season and who will be the biggest underperformer? So, Michael, go first with your your votes. So, surprise performer. Hmm, someone that's going to surprise us. I think that... Uh, I think Aaron Basaka is going to surprise us with his ability to go forward. I think he's going to be putting in some crosses. I think he's going to... His first touch is going to be good. His dribbling is going to improve. And I think that the concerns about his ability to go forward uh, will be uh, put to bed. He may even score a free kick. Who knows? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Uh, who's gonna let us down? Who's gonna let us down? I think. Well, if Popper leaves, he'll be letting us down. That's for sure. Um, so that that's the start of the season. But if assuming assuming he stays and the whole season, the whole, I would say this is a tough one. I, I think I think Bruno Fernandez could. I think you know. Uh, he he does he's definitely inevitable when he scores and stuff like that. But I think that if we're if we're gonna go for the title, then he definitely needs to be contributing more as a team player and during the games. Like his in-game management needs to be a bit better. So I think he could potentially let us down. 
even though we the media look to him as our saviour. All right, so wan is the biggest performer and Bruno is the biggest underperformer. Dren? Mm. I'm going to go biggest surprise for the Alango. I think he's going to get quite a bit of game time this season, um, especially with Rashford being out. I'm not sure about Martial as well. So those wide areas could be some game time there for him. Um, disappointment. I'm going to agree with Michael. I'm going to go Bruno Fernandes. I think with fans back in the stadium, you see all these Hollywood passes that he does and loses the ball. Those fans are going to get restless. And when they get restless, they're going to get annoyed. And especially if there's a game where like it's 1-1 and we need a goal and Bruno's out here doing Hollywood passes and losing the ball, eventually they're going to start booing him. They're going to forget what he'd done the last couple of years. They're going to start booing him. And then God knows what Bruno we're going to end up getting then. I think his general play, outside of scoring and hitting penalties, whatever, is crap. And next to Pogba, you're going to see it even more. So to me, his goals will go down this season and his assists will drop this season. I think Bruno will let us down. Go with that. All right. Elanga and Bruno. Sebi, bring it on. Uh, Sancho, I think he's going to... Like a lot of people think he's gonna flop, or like they don't really have expectations because it's his first season. But I feel like he'll hit the ground running. Um, and then yeah, I'm going Bruno is the biggest underperformer. That shit ass, get him at my club. Um, <laughs> 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 Peggy Mitchell with it, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, for my vote, I'm probably going to agree with Sebi on Sancho. Um, I feel like he could surprise a few people. Um, yeah, I think he's going to surprise people with the way he plays and the contribution he's going to bring. And I'm going to go some. I'm going to go with someone different. I'm going to go with Cavani, and that's not because I doubt him. It's more because of. We're, go- we're going. We're basically going to use him as a starting centre forward from the start of the season, and I worry that we're going to burn him out, and I worry that using him week in week out, we're not going to see the best of him. So I feel like he might be the biggest underperformer in that in that sense. But um, yeah, I mean that that was a quick one. There, there weren't that many questions. There wasn't that much news or anything to talk about. The the, the prem starting soon. Hopefully, we have a preseason game next week with all our big hitters back. So that'll be on August the seventh, and uh, you know, hopefully, we have some movement in midfield and right back and what whatever we need it. Um, thank you, Michael, Dre, Seb, for coming on and contributing as always. And yeah, peace. Easy, peace. That's up. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready!
Thanks to the bars done Slap one, slap two, that she danced on Like Rashford, I'm a fast one Thank you, man Bars in my head like shampoo Violate my squad, might bang you Only champs in my team like man you Yeah, like man you Thank you, man Bars in my head like shampoo Violate my squad, might bang you Only champs in my team like man you Yeah, like man you Podcast Network.